I don't know enough. Who am I to do that? What if I fail or embarrass myself? These thoughts are all signs that the mind is trapped in imposter syndrome. It's not uncommon, and it's not as difficult as you might think to move through it, to break free of imposter syndrome. All it takes is three shifts, and that's what I'm teaching in this episode of I Am Vibrant. Imposter syndrome, it is paralyzing, self-defeating, and it's a mindset. It's not who you are. Hi there, I'm Leah Lund, and I want to welcome you to the I Am Vibrant podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and business leaders and creatives to recharge their energy and attune their energetic alignment with what it is that you desire. And one thing that gets in the way of all expansion and advancement and progression brings it to a screeching halt is imposter syndrome. But you are here by no accident, here listening, but also here in this 3D world on this planet. You're here to expand and you're here to share your innate talents and gifts. So it's time to break free from imposter syndrome. Let me start out. I always like to go to What's the actual definition of words? Because words have such a frequency and words have such power over us. And yet sometimes we become just really practiced at using common phrases and and forget what they actually even mean. So imposter syndrome, the definition is a psychological pattern in which people doubt their accomplishments and have persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So what did you hear in that definition? I heard doubt, fear, fraud. What I really hear is a no-win situation, a self-defeating cycle. Because if you're experiencing imposter syndrome, even when you accomplish things, you feel bad. So you're really damned if you do and damned if you don't. Imposter syndrome leads to procrastination and overwhelm and anxiety. And over time, it eats away at our ability to believe in ourselves. I can't even imagine how many world-changing, life-shifting creations. And when I use the word creation, it's all that you can all that you create. So it could be a movement or a book or a business or an idea or an invention. But how many of those creations? will the world never know about because the creator, and maybe that's you, got caught in imposter syndrome. If this resonates, even occasionally, the time is ripe right now to break free. And I I hope this episode encourages you to see everything that you thought was written in stone is breaking down right now. And I hope that is an encouragement. I actually hope the dismantling of institution and the struggle and the darkness that we're and density we're experiencing right now, I hope it can be encouraging because you can see it as there's no rules anymore. The time and the environment has never been more open for a new idea, a new creation to be born and come into existence. And whether that is a new way to teach children or a new way to feed the hungry or a new way to support victims of domestic violence or a new product or a new invention or a new film 
or a new streaming platform, anything that brings convenience and adaptation and progression to our world, it's a ripe, ripe time for that to be born. Even if it's something that's more personal, like a new way that you express yourself creatively or a new way that you decorate your house or a new um, habit or uh, connection you create with your children. Like I love the high-low game over dinner. Like what was your high of the day? What was your low of the day? And having conversations like that with your children, maybe that's what you're creating, a new way of bonding and, and communicating with your family. Maybe it's maintaining your garden or your yard. It's all creation. And my point is when you step out of imposter syndrome, you free yourself to create your desires, not one, not two, not just one your whole lifetime, but all of them. You free yourself to express your free will and freely create everything that enters your mind as a desire. So let's get into those three shifts. So shift number one to free yourself from imposter syndrome is the shift from focusing on how to staying in your creative lane, which is what and why. Forgetting about, oh, I have to know how, I don't know enough, all that kind of stuff. Because newsflash, until you have actually done something, until you've experienced it, you can never fully know how. And our role in the creation process isn't the how. Our role is the what, naming and expressing and visualizing and seeing and acknowledging every single desire that comes into your mind and then connecting it with a why because the why will pull you through the hard things and the strongest why that you can have is how you will feel by creating through the process of bringing something into existence like your book or your cosmetics line or your new fragrance or whatever it is, how you will feel bringing that into creation is the strongest why. So you have the what's, you have lots of them. You're going to start paying more attention to them now. You're going to connect them to your whys of how it's going to feel to be in that creative process. And the shift is then turn over the how, turn it over to the universe, to whatever you call the creative, the divine creative energy, you might call it the universe, you might call it the field, you might call it God, you might call it divine inner knowing, whatever your word for is, turn the how over. That's shift number one to breaking free of imposter syndrome. Shift two has to do with your relationship with desire. So let's talk about desire. Sometimes our imprinting, many times our imprinting is that Desire is kind of a bad thing. It's self-indulgent. It's frivolous. Um, But so get honest with yourself about what your relationship is with your own desires. How often do you allow yourself to even think about your desires? First of all, when I first stepped out of my corporate work and started working for myself and started my first business, followed then by my, my second and current business, One Whole Health. A dear friend of mine, Betsy, she gave me a journal and my clients will laugh to to hear that because I have them journal all the time, but I had this journal and I even had to ask her, what do I write? I don't know what to do with this. And she said, you write your dreams. And I thought my dreams, I haven't thought about my dreams in well over a decade, probably more like 15 years at least. 
And dreams are our desires, right? So it was a big shift for me to sit down and start writing about things that I desired. When you notice that you have a desire then, so first bring awareness to your desire. But when you notice that you have a desire then, what do you do? Do you go with it for a bit? Do you follow that lead? Or do you let yourself tell yourself that I don't have time, I shouldn't indulge myself this way? Or maybe your relationship with your desire is one where you automatically resist it or even push it away, hide it, bury it with self-doubt. You'll never be able to align with your goals or feel satisfied from your accomplishments if you don't learn to allow and even fan the flame of your desires because your desires are never wrong. Every desire, even if you only feel it for a moment, was put there by your higher power. If a desire exists, it came from your higher power. Your higher power is desiring it with you. And if you have the desire, you are capable of creating it. Period. End of story. What it takes to create a desire is to attune to the energetic vibration of it, to take action toward it and to be willing to receive it. Desire is the creative movement of the divine itself, expressing itself to you and through you. And when you allow the feeling of desire, when you attune to that creative flow, you not only heal your relationship with your desires, you heal your relationship with yourself and you expand your trust of your higher power of the divine, of your highest self. Because after all, if if it weren't for desire, if the divine had not desired you to be, you wouldn't even be here in this 3D world right now. So that's the second shift, shifting into a strong, connected, positive relationship with your desires. Shift three is a shift from making things to truly creating things. When you're in making mode, it's very outcome-based. And if you base your ability to put yourself out there, to step forward, to create things, to design things, to share things, if you base that on outcomes, especially like really specific expectation outcomes, if anything else happens, then the mind is going to view that as a failure. So no wonder you would have imposter syndrome. If there's only like one, one way and one specific outcome that could be considered an ex, a, a success, then everything else is a failure. You're an imposter. You're a fraud. Truly, imposter syndrome, to break free of that is to create, to take action on any divine nudge or impulse that you have, because you know if it's there, it's meant to be, it's no accident, and releasing a certain expectation or outcome, stretching the margin, if you will, of what you consider a success, because now you're in creation mode, you're doing things, you're taking action, you're creating and putting things out there for the pure joy of embodying the creative source energy from which you come. You're exercising the free will that God gave you to try things, to experiment. You're 
take inspired action for and by opening to let light create through you. It becomes not about you anymore. It's a little bit about you and how you feel and, and how fun it can be to freely create things. But there's a bigger picture. It is about the divine expressing itself through you. I'm going to add one other shift here. I said three, but I'm inspired to share four. And that is the role of action. Because to know something is to be it. To learn something is to experience it. It's not an intellectual thing. Our intellectual knowledge can only go so far. You can't really know what you're going to learn when you follow through on a desire unless you take action and follow through. You don't know what the lesson is prior to action. You can't, and you actually don't need to. The point is the play. The point is be curious and take action. Notice and be aware of the nudge. Forget about the how. Honor the desire. Release the outcome. And take action. It's not an intellectual concept you can figure out or solve ahead of time. So I share an example just to illustrate this. I had a client that has wanted to start a foundation for years. And she thought she knew what the foundation was going to be about. She thought it was going to be about connecting inventors with funding for their invention. And she'd been waiting to be ready, waiting to know enough, all of those things for, you know, at least, at least a few years. And so of course I gave her the assignment to take some action. I, I gave her the assignment of connecting with inventors and associations for inventors um, to explore exactly what is needed to connect the funding with the inventors. Well, in one week's time, she took action. She did some interviews of people in that industry and surprised herself because it didn't feel good. It wasn't that interesting to her. She didn't really like it. Now, this could have really triggered the imposter syndrome mindset um, because, you know, it could have been like, oh, I made a mistake. I've been choosing this foundation and it's been a mistake the whole time. But because she was in the container of coaching, I could guide her to see that this is all part of the creative process. This was a huge fulfilling accomplishment to try something on for size and see that it wasn't for her. Now she's open for so many more new nudges and she's not all backed up and stuck in an action because in action, in, in action, (laughs) stuck by not acting because she's not looking for the one nudge to follow. She's following all of them. She's broken free of her imposter syndrome. And that's what it means to break free of the imposter syndrome is to freely and easily take action on all of your divine nudges, nudges, to explore them and to allow however it's meant to turn out, allow the experience because it's the experience that expands you. So the only way to move beyond imposter syndrome is to move through it. And this requires exercises to uh, practice, taking action on building your belief in in yourself, in divine and in yourself, because you are part of that divine every single day. So if an idea comes to your mind, know that you have the ability to do it or that idea wouldn't have even come to you and take some sort of action for the purposes of exploration, curiosity, 
experiencing and feeling what it's going to be like with no need to know how it's going to turn out and no critique of how it turns out. When you go to do this, and I hope that's today, notice resistance because resistance is such a teacher. Uh, The very people, places, events, situations that cause you to recoil and kind of contract and step back a little bit. That is a huge clue of where your imposter syndrome has control over you. So rather than giving into that, walk right into those uncomfortable situations. Many of you know I've been on a journey with a bump in my breast, which is nearing conclusion. Stay tuned. In the very beginning, it was such an opportunity. I recognized right away it was a symbol of resistance. The bump was a symbol of all my resistance. And through a divine nudge, the universe delivered to me an opportunity to face really the fear, right? Face the worst thing that could possibly happen, which I suppose when it comes to bumps and things is death. So I got to look that square in the face and realize I don't have fear over that, but I also don't believe that's what's going to happen. And find the lesson in the bump. And for me, the bump has been a symbol of resistance. It was my invitation to seek out all resistance and fear in my life, no matter what it was about, rational, not rational, really fear is not very often very rational, Um, but to seek out all those things and release them. That's the power of following your divine nudges and following it, especially when you feel uncomfortable. Keep in mind, you don't have to know exactly what to do. You're releasing the how. Start anywhere. There's no right or wrong. The key is taking action. Walk right into that uncomfortable situation. The mere experiencing of those uncomfortable situations and being with that emotion builds your confidence. And confidence is really the opposite of imposter syndrome, isn't it? You become courageous when and competent and confident when you actually implement and take action a little bit every single day on your divine nudges, when you stretch and you grow the muscle to do that. And how you do that, you first of all, get to lead the mind. Just know that every single one of us, human design is first of all, that we have a brain that actually has a negative bias that will always try to keep us safe and try to keep us out of aware of danger and not acting into danger. Um, And that's, that's ancestral imprinting from when we lived in villages and to be outcast from the village would mean our demise because we wouldn't have shelter. We wouldn't have food. We wouldn't have companionship. We would be alone and likely, um, likely die, but we're not in that anymore. So The mind influences the brain and what chemical messages it sends to the body. You get to lead the mind. You get to lead the mind out of what may have become a habit, which is shifting to that imposter syndrome and thinking in doubt, terms of doubt and self-defeating and who am I to do this and all those kinds of things. But you are more than just the mind. That's why I call it the mind, because it's not you. It's not who you are. It's a part of you, but you're so much more than that. So notice thoughts, 
say thank you to the mind. I'm okay. I'm safe. And redirect your focus. Another thing you can do to build confidence is celebrate every action as an accomplishment, no matter how it turned out. Look for evidence of all the things you've done, not for what you haven't done or what hasn't turned out like you expected. Celebrate the the sheer act of action, of taking any kind of inspired action. Be Lastly, be in the present moment. To build confidence and to take action, direct your mind to the present moment. What do I desire to create right now? And look forward for how it will feel. No dwelling on the past. Confidence rarely comes from the past. Uh, The exception would be if you look back for examples of when you've acted without knowing before, just to see that you can do it. But that's really the end of the of the value of of dwelling on past events. If you're still questioning your abilities, and if you can do what you truly desire to do, just think about the fact that you were birthed. You were born into this 3D world and you were born courageous. You came out of your mother without any guidance. You didn't know how to be a baby. Nobody had to teach you how to be a baby. You had guidance that goes so far beyond the mind. You had the divine guidance, the instinct, or you wouldn't have even been there. Breaking free of imposter syndrome is really connecting with that internal guidance system. It's reconnecting with who you really are, all that you really are, attuning with all that you really are. So I'll leave you with imposter syndrome whenever, and I've experienced it too. And here's the thing, everyone does. And certainly I've coached hundreds of entrepreneurs and business leaders and coaches starting out that face imposter syndrome. But I've also witnessed many, many other times that very well-established, successful people hit a new level. And when they go to that new level of, of visibility, maybe it's a TEDx talk or something like that, imposter syndrome comes all over again. So know, first of all, that it's something that happens for pretty much everybody. And a little quick reframe and redirect of the mind that always works for me is I tell myself to doubt myself is to doubt God. Boom. That's all there is to it. Do I doubt God? No. Then get in motion, girl. (laughs) Then start acting. So I encourage you to go forward and take inspired action today on some divine nudge that you have. Anyone, any divine nudge. No figuring out the right one, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like none of that mind stuff. Just take action on a nudge that you have and you'll start to shift immediately. And if you're ready to go deeper in your practice of mastering this energy attunement with the divine and really finally to create the abundant business, career, relationship, family, life that you desire, and you'd like to talk with me about how I might support you with that, Uh, You can book an inner alignment strategy call with me now. It's a bit.ly link forward slash inner alignment call. And we'll jump on the phone. I'll help you see where you're stuck and help you map out the best strategy 
for moving forward out of imposter syndrome. Thanks for tuning in to I Am Vibrant, and I'll be with you next time. 